1: Hey, everybody. Lori Hybe here. Welcome to the Social Capital Podcast. Our show notes are found at socialcapitalpodcast.com. I just want to give a quick thank you to you, the listener. I appreciate you, and I want you to know that if there's ever anything that I can do to support you, please reach out. That being said, here's two, two ways that you can actually connect with me online. First, if you'd like to get more involved in the conversation, join our Facebook group at Social Capital Network, a community of trust, reciprocity, and relationships. Second, LinkedIn is a channel that you're gonna find me on. Search for Lori Hybe. You can simply click the follow button as I post daily information about marketing strategy tips and all podcast ep- episodes, as well as upcoming events. If you'd like to connect with me there, make sure to send a note with your connection request that references Social Capital. I can't wait to hear from you. Social Capital Podcast is sponsored by Keystone Click, a strategic digital marketing agency hosting bi-weekly educational webinars. You can check out more at KeystoneClick.com forward slash webinars. All right, here we are today to chat with Roger Wolkoff. Roger is a motivational speaker who helps you create teams and companies people don't want to leave. You hire him for his expertise in emotional intelligence and appreciation. He doesn't give up on people. He believes they will find a way to move forward and improve. Roger lives in Madison, Wisconsin. He currently serves as the president of the National Speakers Association of Wisconsin chapter. He loves to travel, bike, and read science fiction. He's a big fan of baseball, pinball, and all things Tesla. Roger, welcome to the show.
0: Lori, thank you for having me. I am excited to be here.
1: Well, I'm excited to have you here. And my goodness, that bio and all the things that you love, there's so many things that you and I could talk about for hours, I imagine. (laughs) Literally, travel, biking, science fiction. Awesome. All the things, <laughs> but that's not why we're here today. We're here about uh, emotional intelligence and networking. So first, can you just tell us what is emotional intelligence?
0: You bet. Yeah. It uh, it started with uh, Daniel Goleman. He's been called the father of emotional intelligence, and quite quite simply, it is your self awareness and your social awareness. You know, it's the components of self and social. So following Goleman, there are two. Two parts of self there, There's the self awareness part and the self management part, right? How we're aware of ourselves and how we manage ourselves. And then the social part is how we're aware of others, right? Uh, how we respond to others, their emotions, their actions, their behaviors. And then the other component in there is uh, relationship building. Hmm. Social capital much, so uh, yeah. There, there's uh, mo- th- th- that's where that's how emotional uh, intelligence is defined. And then Goldman and others also uh, l- lop, uh, uh, put in uh, components of empathy uh, into into emotional intelligence. So yeah, that's it in a nutshell.
1: I love it. I think it's. I, I'm I'm really fascinated. Ever since I first heard of this phrase, which I want to say was about six or seven years ago, I've been semi obsessed with it.
0: Right. <laughs> you and me both. Um,
1: so is, is, tell me a little bit about how you got into speaking, because this is kind of the, the main offering that you provide, correct?
0: Right. Right. It is. You know, I got into speaking and training. So I, I got back into it, actually. So way back early in my career, I was into training. I actually trained on uh, all things Microsoft. I, I trained on the operating system, on, uh, spreadsheets, uh, Word, Word. Uh, present you me, know, a PowerPoint. And then uh, I also dabbled in a little bit of uh, uh, programming. And then I was also our resident expert on databases. So I love training. I love seeing the lights come on for people, right? So fast forward into a career in tech support. And then while I was in tech support, uh, I got recruited into project management. And that's how I kind of fell into project management. You know, so I did that for a number of years. And I got really good at the at both the, soft, the science and the art of project management. I got into the soft skill and then uh, you know the, 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 uh, the tech part. Um, but I found that I really had this passion for the soft skill part, like facilitating and how we get people past barriers and how we get them to do work. And so uh, at my last job about six years ago, they were downsizing. And rather than playing the roulette wheel and figuring out where I wanted to go next in project management, I'm like, you know what? I wanna get back into the, the speaking and the training thing. And so I decided that was a great time to start my business. Never knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but it, it was like this, this calling saying, hey, get back up on stage. And the more I got up on stage, the more I realized it was, uh, I, I originally thought, you know, there was this big thing like, you're going to be in lights. It's about you and blah, 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 and you know, applause, applause, applause. And I was totally wrong. It's about the audience and the people and creating that connection and that emotional spark and that, that uh, sharing knowledge with them. Uh, And seeing the lights come on for them that way. So it was about six years ago uh, that I decided, yeah, to hang out my own shingle and get back into the world of professional speaking.
1: I love it. I think that's why not follow your passion.
0: Yeah. Teaching, sharing, educating. Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm a helper by nature. I think a lot of us who are entrepreneurs are that way, that we just want to help and serve. And so what, what what area are we called to and where are we meant to do the most good? So exactly right. Follow your passion and uh, go tell the world.
1: So when it comes to emotional intelligence, I think some people get this confused with just communication in general. Um, can you share the difference between emotional intelligence and communication?
0: Right, I, it's, it's interesting to put them into both categories because I, I get that question a fair amount. Right. Well, I communicate, am I emotionally intelligent? Or I'm you know, emotionally intelligent, am I a good communicator? and not necessarily so if we go back to what i was saying before one of the a couple of the key components are of emotional intelligence are how you show up and one of the ways we show up is how we communicate so we all have choices about how we communicate the words we use the expressions we use uh the body language we consciously or subconsciously (laughs) use Uh, so just because we're communicating doesn't necessarily mean that we we have emotional intelligence and vice versa. Uh, I think the two are are, some, are are definitely intertwined don't get me wrong I mean they, they, they are intertwined. So uh, wh- for example one of the things that I that that happens when I <laughs> when I deliver emotional intelligence programs uh, I'll get somebody who comes up to me afterwards uh, you know probably about 40 50% of the time you know they say oh this is great raj um, you know could you give this for my manager <laughs> you know they need, they need to hear this And I'm like, okay, all right, great. You know, that's wonderful. That that, that may be the case. So tell me what's challenging you here. What's going on? And uh, they say, well, you know, I think I'm a great communicator. And I said, fantastic. Give me an example of how you communicate with your manager. Because they think the manager might be the problem and they might be, but they always, then uh, a number of times I've gotten this. Well, I, you know what, Roger? I tell them everything that's on my mind. And I'm like, huh, (laughs) give me an example of that. Well, you know, my manager told me that we should manage up to them, and uh, so I, uh, you know, I, I managed up, and I and I really just gave them a ton of feedback, and I said, "Well, okay, you know, so what I think we're talking about here might be candor versus communication. That's one, and I mm-hmm. said it might be the style in which you're delivering it, <laughs> and um, uh, you know, come to find out, there's more to it than just you know the manager needs to come to this. So uh, I think what happens is." Uh, People, here's what I say, you know, it, it, and and, I, and I'll probably do this in one of my programs, Lori. Is I, I would love to give out these little hand mirrors, right? Because a lot of the time, uh, or just a little square mirror that we could all look up. Because a lot of the time, it's if we look into ourselves, uh, that's the first part of emotional intelligence, and everything else can build from there.
1: I love that. That's a great little trinket item,
0: little giveaway <laughs> for
1: yourself. Yeah, right. And it's a very powerful message.
0: I think so. And I, it, cause I use that phrase a lot, you know, if only I'd have held up a mirror to myself in this situation, perhaps uh, I might not have uh, shown up, you know, as, as, in, a, in a way that I didn't want to. And I could have shown up in a way that I did.
1: Yeah. One of the things when I started learning about emotional intelligence, there was a word. So I'll just step back a minute. I pick a word every year that I really want to try to live. Um, and the word that I, embraced shortly after I learned the phrase emotional intelligence was perspective and to Mm -hmm. pay attention to all different angles that influence a decision, an action, a reaction. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that that it does start with looking at you, but you have to be aware of everything around you and that other people's experiences ultimately influence how they're acting or reacting to something.
0: Completely. I love that you chose that word. And it's it's one of the words that uh, Ariel Kopak and I used on our podcast. Uh it was one of the three P's. We had perspective, um uh and uh there were two others you'd think I'd remember what they were, but perspective. perspective. <laughs> well
1: she loves alliteration, so that doesn't no, surprise me what at all. all.
0: <laughs> perspective would well, yeah, perspective personality. And productivity, excuse me. Sure.
1: <laughs> I, I'm going to make sure I tag her in this so she can hear this conversation. Exactly.
0: And, <laughs> and, and, and be surprised when she's like, really, Roger, you don't remember? <laughs> uh, but perspective was one of the ones that caught me immediately when we started doing it together. And, and perspective is so true because there's your perspective and it's, that's where the empathy part comes in when you think about other people. And, and, all, and I love how you put it, all angles of the situation, mm-hmm. right? You, you just want to be open uh, and, and receptive uh, to that. Very good point there, Lori.
1: Yeah, thanks. When I think about that, so I went to school for art, and I, I took every single art class that the high school offered, and you know, perspective is something that you learn when you're creating things. and you, you draw lines from every single angle on the paper to really understand the viewpoint, and I think that taking that translation to how people act is, is really something that's important, that there's all different ways to, to look at how something is,
0: is being done basically that's a great analogy i love that
1: me too i'm gonna to steal it from myself and use it in the future
0: isn't that great when we do these you do podcasts you know for yourself what they do awareness that you create for yourself
1: <laughs> you know it's, it's funny sometimes i look back at a blog post i wrote and i'm like i wrote that damn that's good yeah. <laughs> um well this is gonna be a good time to pause for a quick message from our sponsor
0: Social Capital is sponsored by Keystone Click. Located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Keystone Click is a strategic digital marketing agency focused on helping their clients generate and nurture opportunities online. For Social Capital listeners, they've created an awesome Guide to Profits booklet featuring 42 tips on how to build brand awareness, generate leads, and nurture those opportunities online. Visit keystoneclick.com backslash profits to download your own guide today.
1: Roger, the focus of my show is to really help alleviate any fears or hesitations and certainty that people might have when they hear this word networking. So I'm hoping that you can help me with that. Can you share with our listeners your most successful or favorite networking experience that you've had?
0: Oh, great question. Yeah, I, um, I'm i a member of, uh, as, as you had introduced me, the National Speakers Association, and we get together. Uh, every year uh, at a big event called Influence. And it's about a thousand people. So a huge event, right? You know, 1,000, 1,200 people or so. Uh, I love it. And the first time I went, yeah, uh, you know, I was just like, oh my, I was overwhelmed. Now for introverts, uh, you know, that, it, it, it's not that a thousand people is a lot of people, right? You get, you, you know, just facing that daunting experience. Uh, my, it was my favorite because I went up, and I just consumed as much as I could. It was, more than you know at a good networking event you know we a lot of us talk about this Lori, You i think you've been in on this you know we don't just go and you know you're not glad handing and, and just giving everybody your doggone business card that's not networking mm-hmm. uh, but i was going with the intent to listen and pick out one good thing that i could take away from every person that i met that i met and i went with the intent of asking just one good question and my question was if you were starting out in this business, what would you do differently today? That was my question to everybody. So I had this pool of answers to this same question. I loved the event because everybody was so welcoming and receptive to whatever question we had. And it was more than just going to the seminars. It it was the hallway conversations where the magic happened. Mm -hmm. So I really enjoyed the event because uh, people would create And I didn't make this up. They would create uh, croissants instead of bagels. And what that means is, if you think about the shape of a croissant, uh, a croissant is what? It's a semicircle, right? Mm -hmm. So people are always inviting you in instead of the bagel or the donut, which is closed. I didn't didn't bring that up. Uh, uh, I know uh, there are several people who who uh, coined that. Uh, The one I can remember is Robbie Samuels. He's the one who said, "You know, croissants, not bagels." So I I love that the event was set up that way, and that, you know, the people going to the event in uh, networking uh, could, were, were allowed to participate if they wanted to.
1: Sure. I love that. That totally makes sense. I love the analogy. It is very, it's more welcoming and makes it less, um, less scary, I would right? say, for those to, to enter in the croissant, not the circle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great! I love that. Um, thank you for sharing that, Roger. Regardless of the size of the your network, and I know you've obviously, as part of a couple of organizations, you have quite an extensive network. But how do you stay in front of and best nurture this community that you've created?
0: Yeah, a couple of ways. Uh, uh, LinkedIn is my place where where I where I where I see people. Uh, you know, my network. Uh, so I try to comment on uh, content as much as I can. I'm always trying to up my game in in providing something new and I will be my own critic and say, I don't do that as often as I should. Uh, might help to have some marketing strategy and tactics behind that. <laughs>
1: uh, you know anyone that could do that for you?
0: <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to write down some names. Heidi uh, is spelled H-I-G-H-B-Y. There we go.
1: Correct. Yeah. There we are. All right. <laughs> I heard she's pretty good at what she
0: does. <laughs> there we go. Maybe I can, I can get somebody to help me that. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's how I try to stay in front. Um, the other way, I'm I like to be in front of people as much as I can. Uh, the other strategy that, I've, uh, that I'm employing is, uh, uh, you know, networking through uh, email marketing or email email newsletters and content and things like that. So mm-hmm. again, always trying to up my game there. That's how I stay in front of my people uh, as much as possible.
1: Yeah, I think leveraging social media and your email lists is a really great way to do the one-to-many um, communication and networking and nurturing Um, But there's definitely power in having that one-to-one conversation. What do you do from that perspective?
0: Yeah, totally. Uh, So I set myself, I set goals for myself to have good, you know, at least uh, 10 to 15 good networking conversations, one-on-one conversations, either with current clients or, uh, you know, new prospects, anyone who, uh, you know, I've been introduced to or who I've been fortunate to have been made an introduction um, I love those conversations. They're energizing. I, I need them myself, uh, being an extrovert. Uh, I, I, I thrive on those uh, conversations. I love uh, those ideas. So uh, over, over the past several years, it's, it's, I've, I've tried to increase that. Uh, it's been my goal to increase that, that, that contact and nurturing.
1: Good. You can do it. So what advice would you offer that business professional who's really looking to grow their network?
0: Uh, don't be afraid to talk to people. Um, picture uh, a couple of things. If you like going to events, go go to an event, go to an event intentionally, uh, with at least three solid uh, things that you want to get out of it, and think about three people that you want to meet. They can be intertwined. Um, so growing your network, uh, I would say be as visible as you can in the in the markets that you want to be seen in. I wasn't always good at this at the beginning. I was trying to be everything to everybody, and that, as we know, doesn't work. So uh, once I started narrowing in on uh, people who were receptive to my message, you know, p- uh, where companies that were getting taken over or companies that were going through a lot of change or leaders who were, uh, who were recently promoted or moved to a new area, that's where I could come in and help, right? Because when we're faced with change, that's where I can come in and help keep people from leaving, right? If you've just inherited a new, uh, a new team or something, that's where, that's where I come in. Uh, so it was trying to be seen, not trying to be, but, but putting myself, you know, in there, either in uh, the, the social networks or uh, just making initial conversations. I have a series of uh, outreach that I do uh, that's, you know, email, email, phone call, send them something on LinkedIn, send them a video you know, until I can get a conversation with them to, you know, schedule something for 15 minutes so that we can see if we're for each other. So my advice is be persistent and be in front of the people that, you know, who, who are for you and will buy you.
1: Well, I love that. I love that you have a formula that you kind of work a little bit. Um, when, what kind of video do you send?
0: Yeah. Um, I, I use loom uh, or drift depending on which one so the, the video the kind of video honestly Laurie, it's a 30 second video. Uh, you know after I've sent you a couple of emails I'll want to connect on LinkedIn or I'll send it in an email and I'll, it's just 30 seconds hey this is Roger I've been I've been the one in your inbox I thought you might want to put a name a face with a name and I'd really love to talk to you about your organization and what's going on there. I see you you know for example I see you've recently been promoted and I'd love to hear how that's going for you And that's it 30 seconds.
1: Yeah. And, uh, I guess in your process, where's the trigger that someone typically kind of takes the next step to want to, to connect. Uh,
0: typically, I, I, I got to tell you, the video piece has helped more than anything. Uh, it captures people's attention and uh, it, I, I think it, it, it breaks down that, that wall. Uh, and, and, and it makes me a little different than uh, all the other emails that are showing up in their inbox. Yep. We tend to want to watch that video, and then it does, you know. It, and I and I do say in the email, "Hey, thirty seconds just to say hello," and so we know how much time it's going to take. It, um, it's not four minutes of rambling, <laughs> uh, and it's not selling or anything. It's just I, I'm reaching out and I want to say hello, and because we have this technology, I'm going to use it.
1: Sure, why not? I absolutely, I'm a fan of fan of technology. Obviously, you probably yeah. picked up on that.
0: <laughs> oh, definitely. I know you are.
1: Here's a fun one for you, Roger, if you could go back to your 20 year old self, what would you tell yourself to do more of, less of, or differently with regards to your professional career?
0: Oh, my professional career. Well, drink less. Um, (laughs) Let's see. (laughs) Save your liver. Save your liver. Uh, Professionally, I would, oh my God, this is an easy one. I I would tell myself to listen more, talk less and and, and listen more. Mm -hmm. I really would. Uh, And I'd also tell myself, uh, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Be your real, genuine, authentic self when you put yourself out there. Don't hide behind all kinds of stuff. Um, When I got into the, when I, uh, when I went into the, not speaking, but the professional, my my, my professional career, uh, you know, I I would go into the meetings and I would try to, you know, I, I would try to say something no matter what, just for the sake of saying something to be seen, to be visible. And I, it wasn't until later on when somebody coached me, you know, probably in my mid-20s, and they said, you know, and they were polite about it, but the, the essence of it was, you should you should listen more and talk less. <laughs> 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 and uh, to dig a little deeper in that, you know, I was trying to be funny where funny wasn't appropriate in a, in a meeting. I was trying to be that, I was trying to be something different uh, to get noticed. And I realized that I didn't have to do that. I did not have to do that. And uh, actually some of the things I were, I was doing were were detrimental to uh, my, my career and my, my image or as we call it now, my brand. So uh, I appreciated the coaching. That's when I first started learning about emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what I would tell myself.
1: Cool. I think that's really profound uh, reflection and insight to share. So hopefully someone paying attention today can can learn something from that.
0: I hope so. I hope someone learns to tell me to Talk less and listen more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, surprise! You get the opportunity to interview me. What is something you like to ask me, Roger?
0: Um, Lori Hybe, what do you like to do when you're not doing the wonderful things that you do for your career and your profession? What, what do you? What's your number one thing outside of work? Leisure? What do you like? Oh, to
1: do? My number one thing? <laughs> I don't have a number one thing.
0: What do you like? to? What, what, are, what are two things you like to do?
1: Oh, okay. Well, I would say top of the list for sure. 100% is play hockey. I love playing hockey. So much fun. Awesome. Um, I love the community around that. And just it's a great physical activity. Um, oh, there's so many things. I love to cook. I love to travel. I like to paint. Wow. Um, ride bike. Cool adventures. I like trying new things. Finding finding too too many hobbies. So I heard the other day that a successful retirement you need three like three hobbies or three activities. Mm. And I'm like, well, that's not gonna be a problem. (laughs) I want to try all the things. I want to taste all the things. I want to explore all yeah. the worlds. So I'm not too worried about what my retirement's going to be like.
0: I think you have retirement set. I love
1: yeah.
0: I would not have hockey. And so the next time we see each other, um, uh, please do not body check me.
1: <laughs> I'll do my best.
0: All right. <laughs> if I turn sideways, you'll know why.
1: Yeah. Uh, do you have any final word or advice to offer our listeners with regards to growing and supporting your network?
0: Uh be as open as you can show up as you. Um, I do have one. Uh, can I get, I have one giveaway. I, we, I, I know I, I, I Oh, absolutely. I, yeah. I, if you've got I, something I, to share, absolutely. Share it. I actually do. Uh, it's uh, uh, how to, how to uh, 10 ways to avoid negative self-talk. So if uh, people want to go to bit.ly bit.ly B-I-T l y slash EQ the number four you r-o-g-e-r so that's bit.ly slash eq number four u r-o-g-e-r and then you can download that uh, that uh, piece from me uh, and please connect with me but yeah my advice is go out there be yourself uh, go out there and do it uh, the only way you're going to grow your network is to introduce yourself to people and uh just break down those walls and have good conversations with people be interested in them
1: uh, I agree 100% with all of those things. We'll definitely include that link in our show notes. And since we're talking about our show notes, we'll include your contact information in there. So uh, Roger, if anyone was interested in getting in touch with you, what's the best way that they can reach you?
0: Uh, love You can message me uh, uh, at 608-279-5160 uh, or just Google Roger Wolkoff, W-O-L-K-O-F-F. Connect with me on LinkedIn any way you'd like uh, or send me an email at, roger at rogerwolkoff.com. Any of those ways, uh, I'd love to get in touch with you.
1: Sounds awesome. All right, thank you. We will include all that information in the show notes. And Roger, thank you so much for being on the show today.
0: Thank you for having me. This was a blast.
1: Super, super conversation. All right. This wraps up our episode of Social Capital. A huge thank you to Roger for taking the time to connect with us. And as mentioned before, um, let's connect on LinkedIn. I want to hear from you, the listener. I'm looking forward to hearing from you shortly. I want you to also connect with Roger because he's got some great information to share. Um, And that's it. That's all I've got today. So go out there and build those relationships. That's all for this episode of the Social Capital Podcast. Visit socialcapitalpodcast.com for show notes, more episodes, and to see who will be on the show next. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next episode.